Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I experience what it's like to be with a narcissist. And one thing I can tell you is they will never truly love you. I mean, how can they? They don't even know what love is. Narcissists are self-absorbed individuals who only care about themselves. They only care about what you can do for them and how you can feed their ego. They make it seem like everything is your fault. And when you try to communicate with them, they take it as arguing. So they manipulate you and gaslight you into believing that you are the problem. So you sit there and you walk on eggshells, scared to address anything because you're scared that they will leave you. Narcissists live to break you down. And once they do, they dispose of you as if you were never anything to them, leaving you heartbroken over a love that never existed to them in the first place. All you are to them is supply. Supply to break down because they they thrive off of that. And if you don't let them go, they will continue to come back, leeching onto you until they drain you emotionally and financially. You have to make that choice to leave a narcissist alone because all you will do is lose yourself in the process. You have to let it go. No matter how hard it is, you have to choose you. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. You're listening to the On Call Empath, and this is a special episode because... I am going to share some of my personal stories, particularly about my past, my most past recent relationship with a narcissist. And I think it's going to help a lot of you guys. So definitely tune in. Please share this episode with somebody that might be suffering through narcissist um, abuse or have gone through it, or maybe you're a person that haven't hasn't uh, experienced it. Hopefully this saves your life because I will tell you one thing. Just like you heard in that clip, the narcissist does not care about you and they will do everything in their power to ruin your lives, suck you dry financially, mentally, spiritually, and leave you for the dead until they move on to the next person. A lot of these people have similar traits. This is something that I feel that cannot be cured without like intervention and somebody willing to go do the work, but let's face it. Most narcissists are not going to go see a therapist. Even personality disorders like bipolar, BPD, cluster Bs, this all kind of comes in that same umbrella because, um, in fact, my last relationship had bipolar, like was uh, diagnosed. I don't know if they were diagnosed as a, a, a bipolar disorder, but they were definitely a narcissist. They were definitely, you know, had all the traits and I know this because everything that I've discovered, that I wrote down, that I've discussed with the top doctors that deal with narcissism, say that there there is no other um, avenue. Like, there's nothing 
else but this person's a, a clear narcissist. So that led me to believe, like, wait a minute. If I, I can't be the only one dealing with this. There's got to be other people. And I found out there's a huge population out there. A lot of people that are empaths, codependents, trauma victims. They're stuck in marriages. They're stuck in uh, relationships with narcissists. And they can't get out. A lot of these people don't know how to get out. They're trapped. But then a lot of a lot of the other people have been discarded. I was one of them. And so I'm going to give you five things to look for to protect yourself from narcissist abuse. And hopefully this will help you. So let's dive right into it. I'll give you I'll start with my example because I feel like this is fresh in my head and, and I'm still kind of dealing with this. Um, but when I was uh, looking for a partner, um, I found somebody who seemed pretty normal, you know, like, you know, we just met at a coffee place, you know, had a nice conversation. I didn't want to give too much about my past and they didn't want to give me about too much about their past. It was just a little bit get to know each other and that how it should go. When you meet somebody in the first time, you don't want to tell them your life story. You don't want to tell them all your problems. It's just, it's not a good idea. So it was a great Great first date, right? And, you know, it, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, like, this is the amazing person. Nothing like that. So I went home and I thought about it. And, you know, part of me, you know, being the person I am, I, I like to do my research, right? Um, so I did a little background check. You know, I was looking on their social media and I was looking at a couple things. And a couple things that did pop up that, yeah, didn't really bother me, but I did see some past people that they they were in relationships with. Now, <laughs> this person actually had a picture of someone like in their life like 6 7 years ago and they were kissing them and it was on their, you know, Facebook or whatever, you know, and yeah, I was like, "Hmm, I wonder why they they keep a picture of somebody um maybe they miss them, maybe, you know, they want to keep the memory alive." I don't know. I didn't think much of it. So I let it go. You know, it's like, whatever. But that should have been the red flag is why would you keep somebody that you are married to or, you know, in a, in a romantic relationship, especially being intimate for the world to see, and you're looking for somebody else. That was my, pro that was my red flag that I disregarded. And I paid heavenly. I paid with my life because if that was something that was a big issue. I should have just walked away then, but I didn't. So I went ahead with the second date. Everything was going fine. Um, and then I noticed that this person was a little bit on and off. Like sometimes they would be really into me and then other times they would kind of forget that I was there. And, you know, again, I didn't think anything of it. So what I wanted to do was I want to see how this person does under stress. So if I say no, let me see what happens. Let me try to say no to them. Um, let me observe, you know, their behavior. Because with a narcissist, when you say no to them, um, they typically get very upset. They're very angry. Now, in the beginning stages, of course, they're going to hide that. And they're going to be very, oh, don't worry about it. They're going to be very accommodating. So 
one of the first things that I tell people is to do a shit test. Say no. Do something that they don't want you to do. Um, maybe call them and say, hey, I, I won't be, be able to make it to, you know, this, you know, date. See how they react. Because a lot of times, sometimes a mask will come out early. Now, it's very rare that it happens that early. Like, in my case, the person... Um, you know, I've tried a couple things here and there and no problems whatsoever. They passed it. They're like, no problem. Very, very cordial. So I, I didn't think much of it. But at the same time, it's like when you say no to somebody, that's when you really see their true colors, right? And some narcissists, they show it right away. So if you if you suspect you're with somebody, do the shit test. Tell them no. Do something against what they want, their wishes, and see what happens. If they get angry, if they get violent, if they act a little weird, because you got to understand, normal people don't do this, you know? And I've already, I already kind of suspected, like, okay, if this person's already had, you know, a couple of people on their social media that they dated, they kept them, that's fine. You know, if they say no and they don't get upset, I should be in the clear, right? Not necessarily. Because, it, you know, in my situation, it actually got worse. Because the next point that I want to make is I become a detective. And sometimes you got to become a detective and look at the past history of the person. If it doesn't make sense, why are you going to go forward with, with the relationship? In my case, I found out this person was actually admitted to a mental hospital. Now, I don't know why. I don't know if it was just for a day, a week. But the fact of the matter is they were in an institution against their will. That's a red flag. Um, I saw photos of it, you know, is, you know, and again, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, okay, maybe they changed. Maybe they did the work. Maybe it was something that they were going through at the time we all have you know problems in life but to me when you're under that that influence of a narcissist you know they make it sound like it wasn't a big deal you know it was a long time ago in fact when i even asked about this ex that they were kissing on their photo it was a long time ago he didn't mean anything to me let me delete the photo no big deal. So you see how they play it off. They're they're playing off like big, huge red flags that most people would be like, uh-uh, I'm out of here. I'm dealing with a crazy lunatic. That's what I was dealing with here. And I didn't see any of this. Like I saw all the red flags just piling up and piling up. But I gave the person the benefit of the doubt. The next point is the love bombing stage. Every joke, everything that I did was amazing. They would laugh at it. They would tell me how funny I was. They would tell me how, you know, how attractive I was, how charming I was, what a gem I was, that there's no man like me. You're amazing. I love you. I think I found my man. You're going to hear all these things. In your case, if you're a girl, you're going to get showered with gifts. They're going to tell you everything you want to hear. And then the sex is going to be amazing. They're going to give you everything plus more in a bag of chips. And that's what happens. They want to, to get you under control. And unfortunately, sex is one way to do that. 
and then love bombing. So you don't have a question like this is a person of genuine, you know, they, they care about me, you know. And, and so what they're trying to do is they're trying to put you under that spell. And so if you're if you're in a situation where you just met somebody and they want to have sex right away, run. Run the other way. Normal people don't do that. You don't have one night stands. On top of that, you don't tell somebody like, hey, I got STDs. And I want to have sex with you like immediately. Again, these are all red flags that when you're with a narcissist, it it may it was going right underneath my radar. And I am here to tell you that it was my fault. I should have looked at the flags a little bit more. But again, I was infatuated with the whole setup that they were presenting. The love bombing. Tell me how great I was. And, you know, who doesn't want to hear that, right? They charm you. The next point is after the love bombing stage comes obviously the devaluing stage and they use the devaluing stage by some of the personal things that you've told them about your traumatic experience maybe you had a very rough past growing up with your father or your mother or your child or a boyfriend or girlfriend and they were so loving and caring that they listened to your story and they're like i got you i i'm sorry you went through this but lo and behold, all those things that you tell them is going to be used against you in a form of gaslighting. Now, if you don't know what the word gaslighting means or you're not sure what it is, look it up. But gaslighting is where they make you think about something that that makes you question your own, your sanity. So it's like, did I say that? Didn't I say that? They're saying I did. I'm saying I didn't, I'm not sure. You just question yourself. It's like a mind fuck. And there are they are masters at that. In my situation, this girl that I was dating was a master in that. Illusion, being a chameleon, telling me what I wanted to hear, using small breadcrumbs here and there. Oh, I, I'm so sorry your parents did this to you. I'm so sorry your last girl did this to you. And then, of course, when they devalue and then they get rid of you which is the last step here where they discard you so that they can find new supply all that shit comes back <laughs> it's like uh they throw that up all in your face even if it had you said something six months ago it's they're going to bring it back or if it's not personal information they might bring back something that pissed them off which they didn't tell you and now they're saying well you you always do this and it's like this is the first time you're 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 talking about this so I know I'm going a little bit fast here, but in my situation, I went through all these stages, right? Until the devaluing stage. And it wasn't until then I knew I was dealing with somebody with not only highly mentally, you know, men mentally not there, been in a mental institution, had tons of boyfriends, even a girlfriend. Um, yeah, they went both sides because they were so confused about their identity this person was messed up. I mean, normal people don't do this. They don't do this to people. There was just so many red flags that I was seeing. You don't know until you actually been in the house and you see their daily lives. I've seen their kids like crying, screaming, you know, very low tolerance. One has 
mental issues. The other one has severe anxiety and health problems. You see it, but you don't say anything. And that's where I was at. I saw this dysfunction, yet I didn't do anything about it. Because it's like quicksand. When you're in the arms of a narcissist, everything's going really slow. It seems like our decision-making, everything is being like taken over, hijacked like a plane, right? I've had a lot of narcissists, specialists on this podcast. You know, I've learned a lot from them. And you would think that I could use some of that into this past, you know, relationship that pretty much almost ruined my life. But thank God. I had the right people around me to support me. Now I'm in a loving relationship now. But the fact of the matter is this person continues to go on ruining lives. Of course, they have new supply. And sometimes they even come back to their old supply. But you'll see that they'll have these trophies on their pictures. They'll have pictures of people in their past. And they won't really remember some of the details of it because some of them memory loss they just look at the pictures of the picture and they're like yeah i got that person oh i i i I totally mess with this person and they're proud of it because you got to understand narcissists do not love they cannot love they can show like they they're you know loving but they cannot internally love somebody because they don't love themselves they have no empathy so everything that they do when they're with you is uh it's basically an act. It's a lie. They're doing it just to get their kicks off. It's a sickness. I tell people this should be a crime. Like these people should be locked up behind bars, you know. They they shouldn't be in regular general public. They should be sent off to some other planet. Because stay the fuck away from me because all you're doing is ruining lives and the thing is they will never admit it to themselves they will always blame others and the good the good you know the other thing that i noticed is they're like oh i'm not a narcissist who called me a narcissist and they get very defensive and again you do not want to piss off a narcissist because obviously they're going to want revenge and they're going to tell people about you and they're going to get these flying monkeys and blah 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 if you've been through narcissist abuse i feel for you because it is something that doesn't go away overnight. It it basically is a scar for the rest of your life. And I'm sorry you went through that. I really am. But I know that if you've been through it, learn from your past. Run all these shit tests. Make sure you don't throw the red flags out from the beginning don't be intimate don't tell them too much set your boundaries learn to say no and let the trash take out itself because all this person was to me right now when i look back it's just a lost soul imagine coming into this world and not having an identity and your only sole purpose in life is to hurt other people and you just continue the cycle, one after another after another. This person I'm dealing with had plenty of partners, got an STD, has mentally health issues with their family, their mother, their kids, the two failed marriages, bankruptcy, everything that you can 
put on paper that has gone wrong has gone wrong with this person. But they hide all of that behind a facade of a like a very, you know, mediocre business and look at me. I'm a boss bitch. You know, I can do this. Come to me. I will take care of you. I care about you. And it's all a facade. It's all a lie. It's all like a store front and you go inside the store. It's empty. There's no one home. No one is home with these folks. I didn't want to make this too long, but I want, I, I want to start sharing more of my personal stories. Now, I'm going to ha- try to have more narcissist um, experts on my podcast. Um, so I'm going through some people right now. But if you've been, you know, a victim of narcissism or you know somebody, please share this episode with them. And again, I apologize that you went through this. This is something that you can't see the scars. These these scars are going to be with you for the rest of your life. But just know you're not alone. And there's a lot of people that are out there that are not narcissists, that don't have mental health issues, that are not cluster Bs, not bipolar. You You owe it to yourself to find somebody that loves you for who you are that is not going to treat you like shit. And these narcissists out there, unfortunately, they're everywhere. They're at the hair salon. They're CEOs. They're in, you know, high position, leadership positions. They can be anywhere, anyone. Doesn't matter. Doesn't discriminate. You could be anybody anywhere on this planet. Maybe it comes from, you know, childhood, genetics, whatever the reason is, empaths do attract them. So use these protection mechanisms and hopefully it helped you a little bit. Um, Stay tuned for more episodes. I'm going to be pumping out more episodes as we uh, get closer to 300. I know a lot of you guys are writing in telling me how much this podcast means to you. And again, my whole purpose here is to change the world and give something back. That's all I'm doing. I don't ask for anything. I, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't want uh, to sell anything. All I want to do is get this message out there. All I ask is if you can share this or subscribe. Always keep moving forward. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.